What's good guys? Welcome back to Flagship Life. My name's Nidlan and today we'll be continuing to talk about WWDC. If you guys haven't listened to my previous episode, I'll link it down below. In that episode, we talked about iOS 14 and iPadOS. So, if you have an iPhone or iPad and you want to know more about the new features, then don't forget to check that out. Alright, let's dive in to watchOS and the Macs. So, we'll start off with watchOS. So, you know, as most of you would expect, there are a few more watch faces which Apple have introduced. Um, so you can actually customise them in a slightly more efficient way now as well, which is very nice. Yeah, you've also got face sharing, which is a feature that allows you to share watch faces on messaging apps or websites or just basically anywhere online. Not sure if many people use this, but it's quite good nonetheless. So, you know the activity app or workout app on watchOS, which almost everyone has seen before? Well, that's getting a redesign. So far, from what I've seen, it looks quite clean and is a slight improvement from what it was before. Also, regarding the activity app, it can now track calories for some more activities like dancing and different types of workout, like core workouts. I feel that in general, Apple have been quite good and, you know, well known for their fitness apps, and they are just slowly adding to this every single update. Oh yeah, it's also called fitness now. I don't really see what the issue with activity is. I mean, it is a more unique name, but I think Apple did this to specifically pinpoint what they wanted to focus on with this app. Okay, moving on to the biggest announcement, sleep mode. So I feel like because this was so requested, Apple have worked super hard and want to get this as good as they possibly can on the first go. Okay, so now you can not only set up a wake up time, but also a bedtime. When it reaches this bedtime, your iPhone will dim and so will your watch. I feel that the integration with the iPhone, just in general anyway, makes the Apple Watch such a compelling product. Anyway, the watch screen will dim and you're greeted with a simple and minimal watch face. Always on display will switch off and you can only access the screen with a tap first. For your wake up alarm, you can choose, you know, the normal sound alarm or a haptic vibration alarm, you know, simple stuff there. So when the Apple Watch tracks your sleep, it tracks your motions and movements from the rise and fall in your breath. And this is all managed by a machine learning model, which I think is pretty cool. The health app shows your sleep and shows the trends and all the data that you need, which the majority of people need it for. And just as a bit of a novelty factor, and you know the pandemic and all of that, there is an automatic hand washing timer, which is something I don't know how to feel about. Anyway, enough of watchOS. 
so we'll have a short break and then move on to the max. Okay, so this section of WWDC was the second most talked about aspect after iOS 14. Some of their choices have been um, ridiculed to say the least, but let's have a look at what's been changed. Okay, so the last macOS name was Catalina, and now it's Big Sur. If you didn't know before, Apple names their operating systems as places in California. Okay, so with Big Sur, there are a few key changes to the app dock. So it looks slightly more curved, you know, like a rectangle with rounded corners. I feel that Apple are adding more roundness, if that's a word, to their OS to make it feel more natural. I kind of like this though. But where the controversy has lied is the app icons. Now, just to make this completely clear, I hate them. So, just to generalise, they have added some shadows to the icons and made them pop out a bit more with a 3D-ish look. I feel that this sort of contrast a flat and simple look they were going for, but some people may like this look. So, in this update, because it is a major update, unlike the minor ones we've had for the past few years, there have been design overhauls for every single app. I like these new designs and I feel that Apple have executed them extremely well here. Personally for me, the photo gallery app looks so much nicer and I like it loads. Okay, so moving on to the control bar and notification center. These are now translucent and have adopted the, you know, rounded look that I was talking about earlier. I think that Apple wanted to take some inspiration from the iPhone, so these sections sort of feel quite a bit like a mobile device, rather than a laptop or PC OS. You know, I'm not sure how to feel about this, because on one side, you know, you can say that this is a PC, and should have an OS tailored to that, but then again, you could say that it's easy to navigate and it's extremely pleasant on the eye. So, you can decide for yourself. Oh yeah, and the widgets are making a full comeback here as well. For Safari, you can now redesign tabs, have a custom start page, have native translation, and there are a few more features as well. Okay, so now for what you guys have been waiting for. Apple are switching to their silicon chips. Okay, just before this, a short recap. So, almost every computer on the market at the moment runs on an Intel chip, which, you know, as the name suggests, are made by Intel. Now, this is all good, but it started to become a huge, huge nuisance. Intel charges companies huge prices to buy their chips. The chips aren't really too powerful and you never know when they'll release a new chip. Which is a key reason why some of the MacBooks have been delayed at times and why they just don't appear in some years and then appear in other years. 
So these issues have led Apple to switch to their own chips for their devices. Meaning that their devices will be slimmer, more powerful and cheaper. Yes, you did hear that correctly. Breaking news, Apple might sell their MacBooks for less. So because this is a huge change, the full transition for all devices to change will be about two years, which which taking in the big picture isn't really too long. But the first device with an Apple chip will probably come at the end of this year, which is extremely exciting. Don't worry though, Intel Macs will have plenty of support for years and years to come, so your Mac will not need replacing due to the shift. Also, due to the strong ties that Apple have with Microsoft and Adobe, Office 365 and the Creative Cloud are being completely optimised for these new chips. So, that is all the info we have about WWDC 2020. I hope you enjoy this two episode series. Some definitely insane stuff out there, and some questionable ones. Looking at the hand washing timer there. But anyway, as always, check out my YouTube channel where there will be the same episodes and some clips with some graphics as well. It's called Flagship Light Podcasts, so don't forget to have a look. You know, as always, you can hit me up with feedback, comments, what you want to hear in future episodes, and anything about Flagship Light in general with my contact details down below. Anyway, thank you for listening. I've been Nidlan. This is Flagship Light, and I'll catch you in the next one.